Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, it's Lee from the Story Pirates. We have a fantastic show for you today featuring all sorts of things like zombies, dogs, gimmicky startups, and a very special guest, the amazing actor, singer, and comedian, Larry Owens. All that and more coming up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! If you live in the Midwest United States, you can bring your kids to see Story Pirates live on the Amazing Adventure Tour, proudly sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. Shows feature Eric from the Story Pirates podcast and Peter, hosting in Wisconsin and Illinois. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin, featuring Peter, Skokie and Joliet, Illinois, also featuring Peter. We really would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com slash live. Now back to the show. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from Episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met, and as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. perfect afternoon and i've got everything i need to relax cheese and cracker plate check afternoon crossword check beethoven chopin no ah beethoven much better i may be a baby but i still have standards now let's start with ten across a seven letter word for a clue that you cannot figure out hmm that's a stumper huh What's that rumbling? Ah! The whole ship is spinning! My cheese and crackers! My crossword! Chopin! I gotta put a stop to this! Everyone help! There's something wrong with the ship! Everything's spinning and... Hey, wait, what's what's going on in here? Oh, sorry, baby with a mustache. I just learned how to do donuts with the ship. Yeah, when do we get to eat them? Donuts aren't a food, Peter. Then what am I eating right now? Peter, that's a bagel. No, it's a savory donut. Wait a minute, you're driving the ship? Uh-huh, someone's got to. Who usually doesn't? What do you mean? We're normally all doing some sort of thing together. Who drives the ship when we're all off doing stuff? I mean, I thought I'm not not sure. I guess we don't know. Oh, well, can I try driving the ship? It seems like fun. 
That's funny, baby with the mustache, which is why we were all just laughing just now. Is Edgar right on this ship? Because we've got ourselves a new baby driver. (laughs) (laughs) Is Edgar right on the ship? I could use help editing my reel. Uh... No. Baby with a mustache, I'm sorry, but you just aren't mature enough to drive the ship yet. I'm mature? Really? You think you're mature? Have you ever dined at Au Bon Pain? Oh, what's Au Bon Pain? A place where mature people dine. I'll make a reservation right now. Then will you let me drive the ship? Sorry, baby with a mustache. I just don't think it's safe to let you behind the wheel. Fine. I'll show you. I'll show you all. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy. And songs. Hey, does anyone else remember a little while ago when Baby with a Mustache said she'd show us all? Uh Uh-huh. What do you think she meant by that? I don't know, but I do know that you should do another donut. Donut, donut, donut. I I mean, savory donut. Okay, okay. But first, let's do a story. That's a a good idea. idea. Okay, listeners, if you've ever met a dog, you probably know that if you drop anything edible on the ground, they're pretty happy to clean it up for you. Our first story today poses the question, what if dogs were able to clean up after us professionally? And it features today's special guest, Larry Owens. Here to introduce it is the author. Hi, I'm Shay. I'm nine years old and I live in Illinois. This is my story, If Dogs Are Janitors. My name is Bob. Yes, I am a dog. I'm the janitor at Wolfside Elementary School. My master's name is Shay. She goes to class here every day. I go to bed next to her desk, and it's so cool. You're probably wondering by now why a human principal hired me. Gotta tell you how. Oh, no one can resist these puppy eyes you see. They're a silly, rowdy bunch. I keep the cafeteria clean and eat the scraps up off the floor. I play with everyone. My life is so much fun. All the students pet my head on their way out the door.
Good boy. Good janitor dog. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hello? Hi, is this Shay? Yeah. How are you? Good. So you wrote If Dogs Are Janitors, right? Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense that a dog would be good as a janitor. Can you think of any other human jobs that dogs would be good at? Maybe like a construction builder because he could like dig a hole. Mm-hmm. Dogs are good at digging. Some dogs do have real jobs, right? Well, there's police dogs. Uh-huh. And uh, dogs that like find people when buildings collapse. How do they do that? They've been trained to smell really good maybe because since they can't walk and talk like all of the powers that we have power back to their nose that's crazy i always wonder what it would be like if i could smell like a dog can smell well you would probably find food pretty easily yeah i mean i can find food pretty easily as is but (laughs) there's also service dogs right yeah the service dogs help people get around people who are blind when they're walking around. And then there's also, what's that kind of dog that like goes to a hospital to help people? I think it's a therapy dog. When like people are sad and lonely, dogs come. I love the last sentence of your story. If you can hear me, you might want to see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that line come from? It was like he was translating what he was saying to the people who were asking him how he got the job. And he was translating and it was like, woof, woof, roof, roof. I was like, maybe only the people who are reading the book can hear him. So maybe he should tell them that they should see a doctor. (laughs) What do you think the diagnosis would be when they do see the doctor? Probably stay away from dogs because they might have stuff that you do not want to know. So the thing about a job is that you have to usually interview for the job, right? Yeah. In order to make sure that you're the right person for it. Yeah. So can we try something where I'm going to play the part of a dog who's interviewing for a job and you have to decide whether I'm qualified for the job or not? Okay. So first, let's pick a job. What job do you think that I should interview for? Um, The job of the story pirate. Okay, great. So I'm a dog and I'm interviewing for a job of a story pirate. You're a story pirate and you're trying to decide whether I'm qualified or not. Okay. Okay. Do you have any experience on a boat? <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any experience swimming? Okay. Do you know how to use a first aid kit? Um, okay. Well, did I get the job? Um, I didn't understand anything (laughs) whatsoever. Well, I guess you don't need to go see a doctor then. Yeah, I guess I don't. I think this is one of the major barriers to dogs getting good jobs is it's hard for them to interview. Yeah. Shay, thank you so much for letting us perform your story. Thank you. Bye, please. Bye. 
What a great story. Ugh, I sure hope baby with a mustache is feeling better, though. She's fine. She's probably enjoying herself at Au Bon Pain right now. What do you mean there aren't any Au Bon Pains under the ocean? Hang up! Hey, baby with a mustache, what's with all the yelling? Oh, hi, Eric. It's just everyone else keeps telling me that I'm not mature. You think I'm mature, don't you? Well, you were speaking French, and you do have a mustache, so I'd say you seem pretty mature to me. Exactly! No one else thinks I'm mature enough to drive the ship. How am I supposed to convince them? Just start your own startup company. A startup company? What's that? Well, a startup company is a new company that's kind of like another company that already exists, but you can use it on your phone. Plus, it's the most mature thing you can do. Nothing's more mature and respected than someone with the vibe of a 27-year-old who raises $30 million to start a company that sends you a box of 12 new tires every month. Oh, that's perfect. I'm full of great startup ideas. Like, you know how people hate driving their own cars? Uh, like Jerry Seinfeld's friends. Exactly. What if I ran a company where a bunch of Jerry Seinfelds picked you up in a car and drove you to where you needed to go? Hmm. I think that exact thing already exists. Oh. Well, then what if they picked you up in a submarine? Baby with a mustache, not only does that not exist yet, but it also sounds really mature. I'll call it SYNC. S-Y-N-K. That's perfect. Millennials love when you take a word they know and spell it slightly different to show it's hip and new. Eric, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful business partnership. There's just one thing to remember before starting a startup. Don't let it go to your head. Ha! There's practically zero chance of that happening with Sync. Let's go! When you gotta go somewhere, you've got to think. How am I gonna get there? Will the answer is Sync? We'll send out a submarine from us to you to take you anywhere across the deep, deep blue. Come on now, Sync, 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 Sync. Take a ride on Sync, 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 Sync. Sink, 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 Thank you for the opportunity to work for you. Third intern! Yes, baby with a mustache? Demote those other two interns! Of course, baby with a mustache. And send in my 12 o'clock! Right away, baby with a mustache. Uh, baby with a mustache? Ah, yes, my 12 o'clock. I, I know it's only been about 20 minutes since you invented Sync, recorded a theme song, hired interns, drivers, and a bean guy. Who's up for beans? Uh, not now, Rolo. All right, you're lost. Anyway, I'm here with the quarterly reports. Sync is doing great. We've returned record profits and our valuation is super high. All important sounding words that I've heard on TV before. Yeah, you haven't let this go to your head, right? If anyone's letting it go to their head, it's you! Sync is the best, most mature startup company the world's ever seen. Now get out of my sight. I've got another 12 o'clock. But it's 3.15. Baby with a mustache, your 12 o'clock is here. My best submarine driver, what brings you in? Too far? 
Look, if somebody in the very middle of Australia wants you to drive them to the very middle of Greenland, we have a responsibility to get them there by submarine. Now clear out. I've got another 12 o'clock. Baby with a mustache. Stop this right now. What are they doing here? Baby with a mustache, I'm sorry. I, I tried to stop them. Baby with a mustache, enough is enough. I love your entrepreneurial spirit, but this has gone too far. Everyone's so busy working for you or doing whatever Eric is doing that there's barely any time to do regular Story Pirate stuff anymore. Rachel, are you, Megan, and Peter working as Baby with a Mustache's unpaid interns? Oh, actually, I'm Baby with a Mustache's unpaid intern. Megan and Peter were demoted, so now they're my unpaid interns. They're intern interns. In fact, they're paying me. Wow. Yeah, that needs to stop. It was just a really great opportunity. And what do you mean by regular story pirate stuff anyway? You mean like doing donuts with the ship while I'm trying to enjoy my Beethoven? Well, I... You mean telling me I'm too immature to drive? Th that's not what we said. You mean recommending an incredibly fancy French restaurant that is only on land? If that's what regular story pirate stuff means, then I don't want to be a story pirate anymore. <gasps> Gasp! We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... J just go to... Jeez, uh, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! <sighs> Very good, Peter. <laughs> Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting- It's here! Thank you! 
This seems like a lot it's of- It's here! Thank you. Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. <sighs> wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. If that's what regular story pirate stuff means, then I don't want to be a story pirate anymore. <gasps> Gasp! You don't mean that. I do mean it. I've got my own company now. I've got a full fleet of submarine drivers to take care of. I've got responsibilities. We can let you drive the ship if you want. Just don't leave the story pirates. It's not about driving the ship. It's about the way all of you made me feel. You told me I didn't deserve to be treated like you just because I'm the youngest. That made me feel different and alone. Baby with a mustache. I'm sorry. I guess we just weren't used to the idea of a baby driving the ship. But that's no excuse for hurting your feelings. As a story pirate who is 31 but with the vibe of a 27-year-old, I know how that can feel. And I'm sorry, too. Baby with a mustache. I overreacted. I should have listened to you and understood that you were trying to tell us not to underestimate you and that you're ready for more responsibility on the ship. Just because you're a baby doesn't mean we should be babying you all the time. I'm sorry. You really mean it? Yes, you're one of us. Once a story pirate, always a story pirate. Thanks, guys. Also, a, a confession. I don't really actually know how to drive, so. Hmm. Yeah, I thought so, because you're a baby. Well, I guess I don't need to run Seek anymore. I'll just sell the company and that'll be that. Baby with a mustache? Remember how I said Sync was doing really well? Yeah? Uh, it turns out I was reading the charts upside down. It's doing really badly and isn't making enough money to be a real company. Also, Luffer is our only driver and doesn't know how to drive a submarine. Well, that takes care of that. Sync is no longer a company. Well, it was fun while it lasted. Guess I can take this uniform off now. Actually, you need to put in two weeks' notice. I do? Of course. And I'll need it in writing. And you'll have to do an exit interview with HR, obviously. I'll have payroll send over the paperwork. Wow. Anyway, while this all gets sorted out, let's do another story. Yeah! Okay, listeners, this next story is about that classic excuse, the dog ate my homework. But instead of dogs, Someone else is to blame. Here's the author to introduce it. Hello, my name is Paxton. I'm 11 years old and I live in California. This is my story, Zombies Ate My Homework. Man, I love hanging out in my house with my phone. It's like screaming, but silent. Whoa, a push alert on my phone. It says Frankie the Scientist is going live. Guess I better click it. Hey everyone! Uh, hi? 
Oh, hi. <laughs> hey, sorry. Just waiting for a few more people to join before I... Okay. Hey, everyone. It's your favorite college student, Frankie. Now, those of you who joined me last week are probably wondering, what happened to that donut hole I used my inversion machine on? Hmm. Well, as it turns out, the inverse of a donut hole is actually an everything bagel. <laughs> Science, go figure. Now, this week's invention is a little bit different. It's a laser that brings people back from the dead, which is why I'm in a graveyard. Here we go. Whoa, that was fast. Ta-da, we have a zombie. <laughs> hey, hey there, zombie. Do you have a name? Robbie. Got it, Robbie. Okay, say hello to all of the internet. Robbie. Hey, Robbie, buddy, if you want to use the zombie laser, just ask. Here you go. Okay. Oh, whoa, wow. Okay, uh, Robbie, the zombie, is zapping a bunch more dead people into, yeah, into zombies. I'm seeing like one, two, like, like 22 zombies. 23. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you back there. Oh, Robbie, you hungry, buddy? According to TV, you eat brains. But I'm currently using the brains I have, so IDK, do you want to eat my homework instead? Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry, buddy, that's all the homework I have. But I think there's a middle school nearby if you want to check for more homework there. Aw, and there they go. My beautiful zombies looking for homework. They grow up and die and grow up again so fast. <laughs> okay, gotta go. I gotta redo all that homework that they ate. All right, everybody, this is your scientist Frankie saying bye. 23 zombies? Well, that's too many for a casual hang and too few for a party. <laughs> I wonder if anyone in the old CB radio scanner app knows if they found a happy medium. Unit 1 of the Anti-Zombie Tactical Squad. Unit 1. This is Unit 1 of the Anti-Zombie Tactical Squad. Go for transmission. We're hearing reports of zombies appearing in the town of Cockadoodle. 23 zombies, to be exact, at the Cockadoodle Middle School. Oh, this sounds serious. Have there been any casualties? I'm afraid, yes. Approximately 20 folders. <gasps> 20... Sorry, folders? Yes, folders. New ones, too. And also an accordion file, but that was pretty old. By 20 folders and one accordion file, do you mean 20 people and one really long dog? No, I actually mean what I say, because this job is my life. These are homework-eating zombies with a craving for answers. Wait, these zombies eat homework? Yes. Not brains? Nope. Uh, okay, so we don't have to do anything? Exactly. Why did you call? Well, you know, I... Sort of missed you. Oh. Intimate. I need more info on these zombies. I'm gonna check my extremely local news podcast. 
I'm Drew Conclusion, and you're listening to Cockadoodle Scoop, the only podcast covering news exclusively at Cockadoodle Middle School. Our first story: those homework-eating zombies that started eating all of our homework just now. With me here is fifth grader and tinfoil hat wearer Bob. Bob, what do you make of these zombies? I know why they're eating our homework. That sounds characteristically hysterical coming from someone who wears a tinfoil hat, Bob. The hat lets me read their minds. They're eating our homework so they can learn more words, so they can learn how to talk to us. Oh, Bob, zombies can't talk. Why would zombies want to talk to us? Well, Drew, it's because... And to answer the question of why zombies would want to talk to us, we have here a random zombie. Random zombie, as a zombie, can you talk? (laughs) No... Right. And if zombies could talk, why would zombies want to talk to us? They wouldn't. Drew, we just want to eat your homework. See, Bob? As this random zombie just explained, zombies cannot talk and they just want to eat our homework. Drew, that zombie talked to you. Of course it didn't. That's Cockadoodle Scoop. I'm Drew Conclusion. Join me here tomorrow for the latest in middle school news. And please make sure to rate and review me in person at recess. This Bob kid's got some irrational, splashy, far-fetched theories. I think I'm a fan. Well, there's no way talking zombies are ever going to affect my life directly. Time to watch my favorite playlist, Sounds of Cracking Eggs. Weird. That is a really loud egg. Hang on a curdled second. That's not the roar of silk and yolk slipping out its gentle cradle. It's a crowd outside my house. Maybe I'll watch through my window, which is also a type of phone if you think about it. Hey, loud crowd! We're all zombies. Please, though, can you be quiet? We're trying to hear Bob. Bob? Bob the Kid? Yes, Bob the Kid. Now please be quiet. Oh, okay. Zombies, hello. Thank you for gathering here with me today. Everyone finally believes that zombies can talk. Now zombies are in schools, homes, and med schools nationwide. Well, I have some news for everyone. Underneath this tinfoil hat, I'm not Bob the Fifth Grader. I'm actually... Ha! <gasps> Robbie! The zombie! In disguise! This whole time! And as the original zombie, I command we all go back to the original zombie diet. Brains! Brains! Boy, this is starting to affect my life directly. Hey, Robbie! Robbie, listen! You and the other zombies, you don't want to eat brains! Says who? Me! Jim, listen, I understand what it's like to be an outsider. Someone who just wants to make friends and go to school and and eat people's homework. And I understand what it's like for people to keep stopping you and calling you weird for being a zombie or asking you questions about being a zombie or telling you you don't understand mortality since your life state is in an eternal twilight because you're a zombie. How do you know all this, Jim? Because I am actually an alien. From Pluto. <gasps> mm, alien brains. Alien brains. Well, I tried. Time to use alien teleportation technology to zap you all to Pluto. <gasps> I actually have an app for that. Wow, really? That that sounds like a great app. You know, I was trying to teleport. <laughs> and 
there they go, teleported to my abandoned homeworld of Pluto. Well, if you liked my humanity-saving exploits, follow me on all the socials, and don't forget to smash that subscribe button. The end! That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Shay and Paxton. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a character who creates a brand new business. Tell us who your character is, what their business does, and most of all, is the business a success? Do people like it? As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cavallon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon and Mahela Lawrence. Contributing writers are Minzwi Karami, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, and Utkarsh Rajawa. Special guest, Larry Owens. This episode features performances by PJ Adzema, Eric Austin, Ryan Chittapong, Elijah Crocker, Sasha Diamond, Chris Ferry, Christina Grosspeach, April Laval, Angelo McDonough, Peter McNerney, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Justin Phillips, Tim Platt, Peter Russo, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. The sync theme was written and produced by Eric Erson. If Dogs Are Janitors was written by Melissa Gordon, and produced by Brendan O'Grady with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. So I've been feeling guilty for trapping you in a basketball last week. So to make it up to you, I got you something. Oh, you didn't need to do that. I actually really liked it. It was so cozy in there and I could talk as long as I wanted. Peter loves to Anyway. I got you your very own theme song about your favorite kind of donut. Savory donuts. Really? I love theme songs. Yeah, take a listen. When you gotta go somewhere. And you want a savory donut. How am I gonna get there? Will the answer Peter's Savory Donut Shop. We'll send out a savory donut. From us to you to take you anywhere across the deep, deep. Savory donut. Savory donut. Savory donut. Savory donut. Take a ride on. Savory donut. Savory, savory, savory donut. Savory donut. Peter's Savory Donut Shop. So, what do you think? Isn't that just the sync theme song with you saying savory donut on top of it? It was on sale. Lee Overtree. I love it.